and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's was it going, were, guys? You do, were you doing that yeah, deliberately no, I, there? I did that, I did that deliberately, yeah. Okay, we've been having a, a bit of a delay <laughs> issue, you see. That was very uh, funny, wasn't it? it? I mean, it was a little... My heart did sink a little bit because... <laughs> you should have seen your face. You were just like, what? Is that, know, was that real? Because I've, I've nothing else to... I've Genuinely, Alex, I've closed the browser and opened the browser again. I don't know what more I can do to help. Have you, have you closed all your windows? Have you still got WhatsApp open? Because that, that that takes a lot of memory. No, I don't have WhatsApp on this. I don't have, uh, this computer is basically the podcast slave, all right? That's all it gets used for. I've been telling so, you to get a new laptop no, for like two fucking years. Yeah, fucking, I'm, I'm halfway through. The podcasting equivalent of a poo in a pant. Right, right? okay, cool. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get a new. I'm not gonna get a new laptop. I'm not. I've not got money for that, Alex. Yeah, I've got. I'm right. looking at fucking houses. We're looking at weddings. This is this is an expensive time. All right, okay. What you're looking at weddings? Like you're going down the the wedding high street and just shopping around. I'd I'll, like. To, I'll have that wedding, please. Yeah, I'd like to get. I'm just window shopping for weddings. Okay, I couldn't afford. You right. know what I mean? I have to. I have to shop <laughs> right, online. Yeah, yeah. I have to shop. Actually, do the shopping online for the wedding. Amazing. I've got um, a question. Yeah. When you when you match our tracks up. When you do the editing, do you base it off when I say "and me, Alex"? Yeah, because I've just fucked you for this one. Yeah, you have. Yeah, no, no <laughs> it's fine because I'll just do the next bit. I mean, I'll do this. I'll do this exact conversation right now. Uh, yeah, okay. There you okay, go. So, so the worst I've done is I've made you listen to the podcast for an extra couple, what t- ten seconds. But I would have already listened to it anyway. So this is true. The the jokes on you, Alex. As put, always is. Some, As always nice is. Nice cream egg on your face. Have you still got loads of cream egg, Alex? I don't have any Easter. cream egg this year. I usually I usually buy like a box of fifty. <laughs> I genuinely, I do. How's Lent going, by the way? So just <laughs> what's Lent? <laughs> Fuck that. Um, well, that's uh, that's a nice revelation. Fifty. Yeah, you get get big boxes like towards the end towards the end of Easter, and all the supermarkets are trying to get rid of their stock. You can get massive big boxes. I always just set it on the kitchen counter. <laughs> like some sort of weird challenge some sort of man versus foods kind of feast you and a cream egg no it's just for grazing it's sometimes i think either what wouldn't have been last year but a couple of years ago i think the box lasted me till like july or something oh wow okay that's fair that's fairly good that's very good did you do do you ever get a little bit depressed i think although i think they did this with the massive egg cream eggs they don't they're hollow inside they're not filled with the the kind of what is what is inside a cream egg what is that Cream, what is that stuff? Cream. It, but it's not, though, is it? It's nah, just it's sugar. sugar. It's just, yeah, is it sugar. just sugar, isn't it? Yeah, it's icing. Is it ice? Oh, it's icing. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Sort of coloured like a like a yolk in the, and uh, what's the word? I think it's called? like I think I think it's like proprietary icing. I think it's probably one of those things mm. where they're like, we're gonna be like Coca-Cola and have like a secret recipe icing that nobody's gonna know about apart from us. And have you ever wondered how some of it's white and some of it's yellow? You'll never yeah, know. You'll it's never like, know. It's, like it's not food colouring, it's something else. <laughs> no, but we'll I, never tell you. And don't try and recreate yolk. it with food colouring because you won't, because it's different and it's a different thing. And Absolutely. if you do try and create it, then you'll be within our copyright and actually we'll have to sue you. Well Imagine for all we for all we know. Cream egg. I know, but for all we know, you know, Cadbury's. Oh no, I know, but there must be like a specific <laughs> cream egg. Do they do it in a Cadbury sh- factory, like a cream egg specific factory? It's a good question. I don't. Do you I, know mean, what I mean, I think, I think Cadbury's. There is, <laughs> it's a good there question. Is a ca- no, <laughs> there is a very good <laughs> question. A it's a cad. This has already gone off the rails. I know it's it has. Terrible, a, no, 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 it's good. It really going. has. Keep no, but I know that there is a Cadbury's factory, <laughs> but I, but for the life of me, I don't know if it's just dairy milk that comes out there, no. or twirl or twirl. whatnot. 
uh, what else? Uh, 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 something else. Uh, uh, dairy uh, milk uh, caramel. Dairy milk caramel. <laughs> Fucking. Yep, another yeah. one. Cream egg. Cream egg. <laughs> Got it. You've done well there. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. So I mean, and so you didn't this year. You get any cream eggs? No, not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, Are you going to be breaking into Tesco's in the midnight hours? Because, I mean, everyone's going to be wanting those uh, 50 box cream those egg boxes. Things. Never seen them before, by the, the way. They're really easy to get. I don't Are know they? what to tell you. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I just don't think you're looking hard enough. No. Well, I'm not really in the I'm not really in the, in the game for looking at 50 cream eggs. I well, love I, that, though. You, you, you would be if they were I know, only I would. two pound. I would. I've got a couple of them. I've got a couple of them, actually, oh, here. Just, uh, I, just to teach myself to juggle with, really, more than anything. Yeah, um, it tastes like great. It. I love them. How 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 have you been? What else have you yeah. been up to? Good. I mean, uh, this is first week of uh, summer term. Have you been doing anything nice in this the weather? Have you been no, sort been of ruining children's <laughs> parties or anything? Oh, working, working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah. ruining children's parties. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Do you still take flick knives to bouncy castles and pit in the fair and stuff? Are you still doing that? That sort of. Remember how you used to. <laughs> Never used to like per- person yeah. when you no, go to the no, top. No, 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 I take a flick. I take a flick knife. I never yeah. do anything with them. No, you just, you yeah. just like one day. You just see that guy. He's, he's, got again. One in, he's got one in his pocket, but he'll never use he'll it. Never, it's, part now, of his, it's part of his creed. Now and, now and again, one of the dads walks over to you and goes, Mate, can you fucking leave? It's weird. And you're like, you walk away and you're like, one of these days. And you, yeah. you're, you're opening and closing the, the knife in your pocket. The amount of like, time if somebody. Only they knew. No. If only they knew. No, the thing is, they all know. And they're just like, right. Either piss or get off the bucket. Slash the fucking bouncy castle, castle yeah. or just leave. Because yeah. whatever. Would this, you is not be sh- af- this is shite, Pat. Shall we get not, on with it? But Jesus would you not Christ. be afraid if you cut the bouncy castle? I've always been afraid. You know in movies when they pop tires with a knife? I've be always been afraid that if it like quickly bounces back. Do, do you know what I mean? Is that is that just a me thing? I think that's probably just a you thing. Just a thing. Yeah. Is, is this you? Is this your way of trying to tell us that you don't have the strength to act, puncture a bouncy castle with a sharp I don't, knife? I don't know if I could, but not even bouncy castle. Anything like I'm using tires now. You know they do this in. You know how in movies they they break bottles off bars in yeah. fights, right? I remember being in. Do you remember the remember the restaurant I worked at in Edinburgh? Yeah. yeah. Remember the owner. Oh, you worked there too, obviously. We both worked there. As if you just forgot that. <laughs> I did just we had some great that. times in there. Fuck you we for some, forgetting we had, that. We had some great Jesus times. Christ. So remember, do you remember one of the parties? The owner, I said, we were all a bit drunk. And the owner was like, trying to do something weird. And I was like, oh, you can't own a bar and not smash a bottle off of it. You would not believe the effort we went to to try and crack a bottle of Morgan's off that bar. Honestly, like I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, this can't be done. It's not real. <laughs> Did you know that? Was it was this on the same night that um somebody may or may not have um got gotten the on ambulance. a seg gotten on a Segway and put it through a windy? No, I wasn't there that night. I think oh, I right, wasn't yeah, there, yeah. but the, the oh, ambulance right. did get called this night for another reason. Yeah. But we ended up cracking it off the dishwasher, <laughs> which left a permanent dent. So we had to, we had to hold the door in a certain position to close it. So when we were training new staff, it was like, no, you've got to wash them in this way. Why did you do that? Well, because the owner one night got drunk. That's all. Right. Brilliant. <laughs> Um, yeah, of course, we're not a drunk dishwasher podcast. We are, of course, a music and movies podcast. We are indeed. And each week, we're going to be talking to you. Now, I'm going to eat my words here, Alex, right? And do you know why I'm going to eat my words? Right. Why? Right. So, a couple of weeks ago, I made a pretty basic, bland statement, and it's totally not true. Right. Do you remember which what it never, was? Which you've never done before. <laughs> do you remember what it was? Which it could be was? anything. It could be absolutely anything. But, the, but basically, the statement that I made at the start was, there's not really any sort of 
opportunities for up and coming you know how up and coming directors and up and coming actors and, and stuff they all get the kind of the great opportunities and it's like introducing this person or, or whatever yeah and i always used to say you know you're, you're never you're never going to get the situation where actually you're going to introduce uh a new sort of composer as it were but this is this is you're introducing a new composer because holy shit the music in this movie i thought was really fucking powerful oh it was and wasn't it it was i was so and we'll get to it like i can't wait to talk about the music and i can't wait to talk about the film but the two composers sebastian gainsborough and robin uh, carol carolan they've very much done nothing they're they're so unknowns and it's amazing it's absolutely amazing now alex do you want to just overall i mean what did you think of this movie what what did you because it kind of just came out of nowhere didn't it a little bit it did i mean i didn't really know about it until maybe about a month before it came out to be honest yeah it kind of had that like netflix feel to it you know how that sort of stuff happens on streaming oh, yeah. and films and announce stuff. it and then drop it yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely definitely and i think it's pr- it's it's because it definitely doesn't have mass audience appeal i don't mm. think i don't mm. think i don't think it was made for that even though uh, by all accounts and coming out of it it's the it's the live action remake of the lion king that we deserved was it the lion king that you thought i mean it kind of was wasn't it yeah i mean i was thinking as i was watching it i'm like this is a cowboy film set in viking times no 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 it's literally the lion king in that the lion king is hamlet and hamlet is amleth well i knew it was i was gonna say it is hamlet i yeah. very much got the hamlet vibe but yeah I think there was, I mean, I, but what is, what is it, mate? And I was thinking this, what is it about humans that just, we love a revenge story? I mean, why are revenge stories so poignant? Because we're petty, mate. We we're are, all, aren't we? We're all petty creatures. I think at our heart, we just, we like getting our just desserts, don't we? We, we like getting that feeling of fulfilling, you know, a destiny or something that's put onto you and, and you, you carry that. And it's like that feeling of getting it off your shoulders. And... This was just, it was executed so brilliantly. And I think what I also liked about this movie was, I remember the first couple of, you know, maybe the first 20 minutes or so, I was thinking to myself, oh, maybe there's going to be a standard formula where it's going to take him ages and eventually he's going to get to his uncle and then yeah. this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And I, again, we're going to be straight into spoilers here. So if you haven't seen the movie, please make sure you go and see it before you listen to this review. But yeah, yeah, yeah. this this was no formula I'd ever seen before. The twists and the turns that this movie took were amazing. And what I liked about it was the plot. It very much curved and weaved. And it found itself back to the start again. You always knew how this movie was going to end. Yeah, you knew yeah. it was, do you know what I mean? You yeah. knew what that last fight was going to be. But the way that it got there was like un, un, you know, like nothing else. You know, like, for example, the idea that when he meets the uncle as a man, it happens pretty early on in the movie. You know, he gets yeah, to does, Iceland actually, yeah. pretty straight on. He he hides himself for a long time. Then the whole thing about the, um, you know, creating the, the mystery around maybe they're cursed or so there's a curse or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the twist, the, the twist of the mum, you know, like that doesn't, when that twist happened with, with, um, with Nicole Kidman, who was breathtaking in this. She oh, was, wasn't she? Un, but I mean that was the best role I've ever seen her in, by I, you, far. Yeah, do you know what? I I am not going to argue with that. That's she was, and, and I would say she was. And I watched, and, of, I, and I watched Moulin Rouge a couple Moulin of weeks. Moulin Rouge, I know you did. <laughs> but but that sequence where she says, you know, 
actually no, I hated your dad, and this is this is this was a total, you know, I loved this whole thing. That was so fucking powerful. And it the was way powerful. She delivered but, also, it. but also that moment I did n- I don't know about you, I did not know how to feel um, on, on that. Because in that moment you realized that everyone was fucked. Yes, me too. You, and, and you realize that every, you realize everyone was fucked and nobody's good. And like yeah. you, you you naturally side with Amleth because it's his story and and it's told from his perspective. And at the end of the day, he's 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 the innocent in this, mm, mm. or he's the most innocent. He's certainly not innocent. Like the stuff he gets up to um, near the near the beginning of the near the beginning of the movie is quite mm. shocking. Yeah, but yeah. as far as the whole family drama that was an and incredible stuff, incredible sequence. As oh well, yeah, I know. It? We'll get to it. But that one. Time. As far as far as as far as his role in the messed up family drama goes, like he didn't ask to be born. Do you no, know what I mean? No, no, no. So, yeah. so like you, you cling on to that to, to, to like keep the character motivation, but then you're like, yeah, but he's now no longer like as justified as he was earlier in trying to murder his uncle. Like, mm. yes, his, his uncle still murdered his father and there is that, mm. but then once you learn who your father really was mm, mm. It, it does sort of dent that a little bit it, d- it did sort of put the brakes on the momentum of the movie for me yeah but it, it but it was but it was in a really powerful and purposeful way so yeah. i get it i don't know it's just um, at that moment i was like oh shit i don't know what to think now well it was like it was like hamlet meets lady macbeth almost yeah. sort of thing I, I just thought it was wonderful um, I mean, you know, j- just k- keeping going with the plot, I thought the movie ticked along in such an effective way. I, I thought that I was always, you know, I-, I don't know about you, but I-, I never, now and again, I mean, you know, this very much saved cinema as far as I'm concerned, because the last <laughs> couple of outings I've been to just, just about killed me. But it saved cinema in the sense that this isn't part of a franchise. It's not part of anything else. It's just a tell-it-yourself story. Yeah. And I remember when I first saw the trailer for this, I thought, oh, this is an A24 movie, but it's not. But it looks and feels like an A24 movie, but that's because it's a Rob- Robert Edgar's movie. Robert yeah, Edgar's Robert Eggers. Did, did The Witch, did The Lighthouse, just these amazingly visceral, claustrophobic films. Yeah. But this, this was not a claustrophobic film. I mean, a lot of this was filmed on scene. No, no, no. It had, a, it had a spectacle. A yeah. It had a spectacle. It had a grandeur of a large studio movie and mm. i think for all accounts it wasn't a lot it was a large studio movie but the director kept his voice which yeah. is which, which is what we love to see it's what yeah we've yeah been, yeah it's what we've been um praising a lot of the the best of like the mar the best of the marvel movies for mm. you know mm. the ones where you know the the Taika Waititi ones, and yeah, and, course, and, yeah, and yeah. I'm not and I'm not saying that they, these are the same thing as well, because even those movies are way more. You know, they 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 still adhere to the formula, yeah, yeah. In, in a way, and you know, we kind of search for the the art artistry in them. But this one is like front and center. And I did read yeah. a really interesting article from Robert Egg- Eggers because he did not have final cut on this movie. That was that was um in with the producers and he made a really, really interesting point because we we you know, we bitch and moan about um boardroom producers who, you know, make these executive decisions and mm. you know they've they haven't got an artistic brain among yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Cough, Warner Brothers and Cough. Mm. But 
he but Robert Eggers actually did that. Uh, he what well, no, he didn't do that. He he touched on that subject in this interview where he basically said, "Well, no, yeah, they're making this movie, right?" Mm. And they're not artists, they hire us because we're the artists. And basically what we have to do is we have to take their notes and execute their notes in a way in in our voice in a way mm, that mm. that that keeps our thing so that's the that's the line that we have to tell and i was like oh that's fascinating yeah, so that's, that is really so, interesting actually. so you can so basically what you're saying mr robert eggers is there is a way that these two things that can bus- work in the, harmony the yeah. business and the art can work in harmony and you and and then you look back at the movie that you've just watched and you go yeah that is totally that because you can see the big Hollywood in it, totally, you know. I've heard, totally. I, I've heard, you know, big splashy headlines, so you know, the biggest uh, historical epic since Gladiator. And, yeah, I've heard that and, too. Yeah, and Troy and all of these things, and these are big, big um, Hollywood, Hollywood movies, and th- and this is something that they want to be among that, mm. but also it is very clearly said and told in robert eggers voice mm. so it's it, it really stands unique unique in that and the, the and actually funnily enough i was trying to think of the last example of a film that kind of fit that mold and i, and I landed on do you remember apocalypto yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it did have that kind of apoc- apocalypto I mean, mel gibson it, it was- it was a little bit The Revenant as well. I mean, I think The Revenant oh, yeah, was the yeah, one yeah. that was probably, that was the one that I was thinking of a huge amount. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the only thing I'd caveat to that point you're saying about the kind of business side and the artist side working in harmony is you, you've got to rely upon the fact that um, when you've got this much money, you're pulling in that much star power um, and you're competing against, you know, like we, we joke around um, Morbius and we joke around Fantastic Weeks. But, Do we? But you've... <laughs> But you've got to compete against those movies, all right? You're not competing against the standard of the movie because once the ticket bought, the tickets, well, apart from me, once the tickets yeah, bought, yeah, the yeah. tickets <laughs> bought. But, 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 you, but you've got to compete against getting bums on seats. Now, yes. I'll say this for now. You could have combined the people who went to the Morbius showing and the Fantastic Beasts showing. You could have combined those two cinemas and you still would only be of half as many people that were in the Northman cinema which just goes to show it's working but my point being the business side of things and the art side it only works if you've got the experience on the bench yeah and thomas bensky who's the ceo and co-founder of pulse films so like he's the one who kind of under you know, largely distributes a lot of this stuff he distributed midsomner he distributed the witch you know he he is he knows what he's looking for so it's for a, this it, type of movie so it is a studio that is championing the artistic voice yeah exactly exactly yeah. you know and you know even little things like he did the the most recent aziz ansari um like little special on netflix which if you haven't seen watch is excellent like i really like aziz he's very funny but again you know that was that he did all the editing for it and i just think that there's some really high highly highly capable highly experienced people across the board attached to this movie except for the composers and i just found that but i mean like even to an example of right you know um like bjork bjork was in this right obviously a lot of this is set in iceland and as soon as i saw her on the screen i'm like oh there she is or is it bjorn is it i can't pronounce no bjork Bjork. As, yeah. as soon as she as soon as she came on the screen i'm like oh there she is you know you can all like the well, way she, she talks it's just it, obviously it's going to be her well shall we talk um, about the casting then because I, yeah, I, maybe it. maybe it's just because i'm not 
that familiar with Bjork. Mm. But I didn't really recognize it was her because the 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 costuming and the makeup Amazing. and the headdress and all Amazing. that was like on point and the lighting. It made her look kind of terrifying. Obviously, she she plays one of the Norn, which mm. um in Norse mythology are one of the seamstresses of fate, basically. Mm. So they're basically knitting men's fate. And oh, once you, once once your fate is has Finished, been you've got has been mated then you've got a lovely jumper but also you can't change it yeah exactly and so she's sitting there knitting knitting with her yarn and stuff like that and our main char- character is uh seeing his fate in front of him and she's recounting like basically telling him what what he's what he's gonna do in the movie mm, mm. and her whole face is lit up in like white and black mm. and prophesizing this thing and it is really really harrowing but i didn't recognize i didn't really recognize it was her but i think it's because i'm not that familiar with her which is in stark contrast with dare i say it one of the most distracting presences in the movie um anya taylor joy no actually thought she was great no, I thought she was very good. Thought um, she was but great. I thought she would be. She was. She was the one that kind of took me out a bit. I don't know who you're thinking of. I can't believe the words are coming out of my mouth. Willem Dafoe. Okay, interesting. And the reason is, is because he wasn't that big a presence. He was in the first ten minutes of the movie, and then a skull comes up. About <laughs> I was very good about, that bit, about, wasn't yeah. it? That that was a really really good bit. Oh, I was, fuck! That, I love this movie. I know I it was great. This movie. It was really great, but. The thing is, though, when Willem Dafoe was there doing his thing, all I could think was, but that's that's Willem Dafoe like going to town, mm. like that. That's he Willem was loving da- it. That's Willem Dafoe loving it and stuff like that. And I didn't really feel like I wanted to see an A list presence. And I know that Ethan Hawke was there, but he he was so dressed up and he was acting his ass off. You couldn't yeah. really tell it was Ethan Hawke. I'll get to that. I'll get Fran- to him in a second. Yeah. Uh, frankly. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård I I don't think he's done enough like he is he's very he is very I'll get to him well I mean my my next point was about those two specific right he is he is he is very famous in that but there's something about Willem Dafoe where I was like well that's just Willem Dafoe I didn't actually buy who it was that he was playing he was acting it brilliantly as he acts everything right Mm, mm. but i think unless he's a main character and you can get properly invested like he was in in the lighthouse with Mm. robert pattinson Mm, which is which mm. was robert eggers last movie and it's just the two of them in the lighthouse and they're two a-list actors and so you're like well alex you know apply the same rules here and i'm like well no because it is just the two of them and it's all encompassing just them but when Willem Dafoe, the biggest the, the biggest actor name in this movie is just in the first 10 minutes then all you see is him and then he's gone and then all you remember is him and you don't really buy the character that he's playing mm. I don't know if that was just if that's just me or I can if I'm see explaining myself no 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 uh, I, can really see, well. I, I, do, I can see what you're saying I can see I think he was yeah I think he was in there because of Rob he's, him and Robert Eggers are very close oh I, yeah I, of yeah, course and he was and he was wonderful like I, you know I tried to put myself in a mindset where I didn't have a clue who Willem Dafoe was and I think in <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. I, and I think in that context it was absolutely perfect like just yeah, yeah no complaints 
But unfortunately, I do know who uh, Willem Dafoe is. He's the goblin. Yeah. And he was being really gobliny in this. Yeah, he um, was. So I don't know. Like, it, it, took, it took me out of it. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to strike points against the movie for it. But I think if, if I had to level any complaint about it, I, I think I would have preferred that character to be played by someone else. That's fair. No, I think that's totally fair. And I, I think it would have worked still. But. I don't know. I think he was also very good at it. I mean, it was very the lighthouse heavy. It was a lot of that kind of stuff. In it. I mean, with Robert Edgar's, um, there's a little palate cleanser before Eggers. I go back into Stop Eggers, saying sorry. Edgar. Jesus. No, Eggers. <laughs> Eggers. Before I go back into Robert Eggers, um, he, he's originally from Lee, New Hampshire, which is just outside of Durham, New Hampshire, where Maddie lived for about four years and went to oh, university. Oh, yeah, so he's from good. New Hampshire originally, so really cool. Um, so Ethan Hawke and Alexander Skarsgård, those, they're two very interesting actors because I can't, I couldn't recognize either of the two. If they walked past me in the street, I wouldn't know them. I can't, do you know how you, like Tom Hanks, if I said Tom Hanks, you can see his face in your mind. You know, Nicole I'd, Kidman, you can I'd, I'd see her Hawk. instantly. I'd would you know Ethan Hawke? Yeah, would I, yeah, I would definitely know Ethan okay, Hawke. Okay, maybe, maybe Ethan Hawke is, okay, maybe I, I admit he's more recognizable. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, no, I'd, yeah, I agree with you on that. I, I don't, I don't actually know what that man looks like. Is that a weird thing to say? Do you know what I mean? Like, but like, I know this. I mean, the Skarsgårds are one of the most famous um, Swedish families in you know in in, in the world. Yes, I mean, outside like, of ABBA. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 the, the Skarsgård. How many is there? Five of them? Four of them? Something like that. Yeah. Bill, Bill, Alex, Alexander. How many others is there? Um, got a, you, name another one. How many Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Stellan. Is oh yeah, 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 yeah. How many How many scars guards are there? Scars guards. <laughs> the things eight. you the things you catch yourself Googling. Well there's only three. Alright, there's only three. Oh, there's a total then. of eight. Oh, okay. We're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how many famous scars guards brothers are there? I yeah, mean, because I mean define famous. Because there's there's Gustav, Skarsgård, Bill. Alexander apparently Bill Skarsgård was actually um, going to be in this movie as well, but because of COVID and the rescheduling, he had to pull out. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if Bill Skarsgård was going to be the Willem Dafoe character. Surely not. Well, that would make sense though, because of Pennywise, he's kind of he's done that craziness before. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alexander. So yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to go through all them. Fucking hell, though. There's apparently eight who are in um sort of TV and film. Jeez. Dynasty, Jesus. absolute yeah. dynasty. I love it. Um, but no, look, I, the casting was excellent. I, I did really like the scars, and I, I think I appreciate that more when I don't recognize the face of the famous person because it allows you to really be, you know, fall in love with the character they're portraying as opposed to, yeah, yeah. You know, and so, um, but yeah, casting was great. Any other casting points that you liked? Well, I think you wanted to say something about Annie Taylor Joy. Uh, oh no, no, I don't think I did. Um, I just thought that was who you were thinking of. I thought oh, she was yeah, great. Fair. I mean, okay. she she's been in, you know, she she's great in these. Um, the 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 guy who plays the mountain. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. He was in this. Don't know if you recognised. Oh, he was the one who played. He, the, he was the one with the. Um, what was that sport? Was it like shinty or something like this? Something like that. It was a cool. It was sport. fucking captivating. It was wasn't a captivating it, sport. But also, like, I was looking at the shape of the club, and basically, they've got to get. <laughs> it's it's a hyper violent way of getting one ball to the other side of the field and like hit it against the post it kind of looked a bit like quidditch i loved it i thought <laughs> it, looked it was a bit a like end. quidditch and i was like I, could, could you imagine that would take a bit of skill wouldn't it to yeah. hit to hit a stationary post with a heavy ball with okay. a club yeah i was like do you know what yeah, but do you know what else play. i was thinking as i was watching it i was just like 
what a fucking brutal time to have been alive. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, no, no, no. Can... We, 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 we've got to put a pin in that. We've got okay. to put a pin in that because you're right. And I had that thought as well. I want to save that bit for, I want to save that for later. Okay, no worries. Yeah. But so the last the piece bottom... of casting, okay. last piece yeah. of casting, you know, the, what, what, what was the character called? Like he witch or something like that. The one that, the one that had Willem Dafoe's skull. The one that almost certainly was Brendan Gleeson. The one that I could have sworn was Brendan Gleeson, but is 100% was... not Brendan Gleeson. I thought it's it was not Brendan him. Gleeson. Is it's it not? not, but it, it looks like him, and I so thought that it sounded in, like in, him. In, it sounded like him, and the way his mouth moved. So he's called Invar Sugzenson. Um, well done. Yeah, but absolutely. He is, but he is, he is from Iceland, so a, a son at the end of his name is standard. But, but I thought that was... Hundred percent not Brendan Gleeson, and I could have sworn that it was. Yeah, was that was that all we were going to say? That, that's all it was. Yeah, but I thought that was that was an interesting. I was like, that's Brendan Gleeson. That's a hundred percent Brendan Gleeson, and there Very he is good. again, and he still looks like Brendan Gleeson in a completely different scene. Ironically, he was in uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of uh, Grindelwald. What Brendan Gleeson was? No, this guy. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> um. He was also in fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, fantastic. He played the mayor. Ooh. So there you are. There we um, are. Cool. So we've done the casting. We've done the plot. I mean, the plot was just excellent. And do you want to just well, talk about, I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the talk about the visuals, Any anything? I mean, obviously a lot of it shot on sequence, um, shot in, I think, parts of Iceland. Ireland. I did recognize the, was it Ireland, was yeah. it? Uh, I did recognize some of the black sandy beaches, though. I think those black sand beaches of Iceland, yeah. black, I, I almost certainly recognize that coastline. Yeah. Um, are you telling me that wasn't? I mean, that was it. I mean, I, I've no, it was Iceland, beach. Iceland and Ireland is where okay. they were filmed. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely... up and that's what I said. <laughs> cool, fair, fine, fair enough. Um, but no, I, I thought the visuals were absolutely breathtaking. No, the, the, I, the visuals were stunning, and that fi- that final like duel, that oh fight goodness. at the end, like naked in a volcano. Wow! Yeah, 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 yeah! I Absolutely, love a couple of wow! Up blokes. <laughs> and honestly, Ethan Hawk, it was, wasn't Ethan. And Hawk, honestly, it was apart from bad. you know, I, I made I made the joke I made the joke at the at, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the podcast about the Lion King, but that was the scene that made me think of the Lion King because yeah. like the uncle and the nephew are killing each other while everything is on fire around them. That's yeah. that's the Lion King. Never mind well, all the Hamlet shit. <laughs> be, be prepared, Alex. I'm um, just. Let's go back to the brutality of this movie because I think the landscape and the setting is the closest segue into probably what you want to talk around. And I want yeah, to yeah. kind of tee you up a little bit because, I mean, I, I told you last week I was I did a bit of sailing. I sailed across the Guernsey. It was just a, we did a seventeen hour constant trip, and obviously people have done much more. But I, at one point when we were crashing against the waves, I was thinking to myself because we were going towards the north coast of France and we were chatting at the top deck, and I was like, "Could you imagine what it'd been like, you know, sailing across to Normandy to fight on the beaches?" And and I was like, "That would have been troublesome. That would have been rough." But holy shit, imagine being a fucking Viking having to na- navigate the North Seas. And it's you know cloudy. You've no stars. Never, and never mind the north. Never mind the North Sea, mate. These people went to North America. It's unbelievable. They crossed the Atlantic in how this did shit. They, how did they? How? How did they <laughs> fucking do that? I don't know. Like, do, do you know what I mean? It is <laughs> probably absolutely with, mental. Probably with a great number of casualties. I should oh imagine. Oh my! Yeah, I mean, and this is the thing. You don't hear about this. You know, you know. 
I think the, the the crossing where you get a lot of the casualties, sadly, I mean, the, the one that I remember hearing about, and, and again, like, we were chatting about the D-Day landings, we were chatting about Vikings. The other one we were chatting about is obviously, you know, during the slave trade, you know, how they used to just shackle yeah. people downstairs, you know, and apparently it was like, you'd be lucky if 30% of, uh, 30% of them were oh, still alive horrific. at the end. Absolutely horrendous. horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. So, you know, but these long trips, but the brutality wasn't just the sea. I mean, the sea alone, fucking hell. But also, you know, the guy got his nose cut off and he just didn't get infected. So it's just, that's him. Yeah. You know, the guys playing the sport, as we said at the start, like this was just barbaric. It really was. Absolutely barbaric. I, I think it really played into, you know, I, I mean, we went to Jorvik as as kids, right? Mm. Did we? And What's that? Jorvik, you know, um, in York. Have you not been to Jorvik? I don't. I think I've been to York. I mean, I've been to I've been to Iceland and I've been to fucking oh mate Zero. go mate go to Jorvik. Jorvik is class. Basically, what is it? it's it's like Edinburgh Dungeons type thing, but oh, Vikings. I've been to the York Dungeons. <laughs> yeah, okay, but it's not York Dungeons. But okay, basically, it's Jorvik. Actually, it's kind of like it's a small world. Like you, you go in and you get in this and you get in this boat. What the fuck is Jorvik? Okay, keep uh, it's going amazing. Talking. Um, you get in this boat that's on rails under the water, and you basically. And it's Mate, and it's shaped like shit. a longboat, and you go through, and it and it's a it's like a recreation of a Viking settlement in Britain because York was uh it, it was like the the Viking capital of Britain I'm watch at the time. It on YouTube, as you're talking, are you actually? Ride. Wow, yeah, yeah, amazing. I went, I went to this place. I bought, I bought a wooden sword in the gift shop on my way out. It was fantastic. Yeah, I love this. Um reason i love the vikings i really i love that but the thing is you 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 learn about this stuff in you know they teach you about oh this is the way they used to weave clothes and Mm. farm and this is the designs of the shields and the helmets and stuff like that and you're like oh yeah 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 culture 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 blah 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 blah. and then you watch you watch something like this and i'm like yeah but they killed each other if you looked at them wrong yeah they they drank god knows what to put them into uh berserker frenzies rip all the clothes off wear the skin of a wolf and then just go and murder an entire village yeah and and you saw that in this movie and recently i've i was i've played uh, assassin's creed valhalla which is oh, yeah. which is their viking one and it's a good and it's a good game but it is tame yeah tame 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 compared to this shit yeah and i'm I'm here for it i i really appreciated that kind of like depiction of um oh yeah if you lived at this time (laughs) odds are you're not surviving Mm, like mm. anything you're not surviving anything and and it's the first point i want to make on the soundtrack actually yeah because the soundtrack really sold that idea of w- w- you, the audience, right? Yes, mm-hmm. you, sitting in mm-hmm. your chair, hello, watching this movie, listening to yes. this soundtrack. You'd be dead. Yeah. You'd be dead. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. If you were here, you wouldn't even be here because you'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the music sold that. It was like, it was so shocking to listen yeah, to yeah and it's yeah, and it, it was, sounds it was abrasive and it sounds and I, I was thinking about this because i was listening to the soundtrack today 
and I listened to it from start to finish. And I really wish I'd broken it up and paced myself because God damn, I was heavy breathing by the yeah. end of it. Um, and I, and I keep thinking, imagine if like eras of history just had soundtracks playing in the background in real mm. life. And I was thinking about our lives at the moment, and I was like, what, 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 what's narrating this right now? I know it's it's Coldplay and it's Elton John and yeah, you know and it's, and it's all things. this and I'm walking down the street and I'm imagining Coldplay and Elton John and stuff like that and I'm like yeah we're all pretty like cushy and safe oh, and fuck uh, I, we are yeah and, and and all that and then and then I and then I was listening to the music from the Northman and imagining that and and I think it, it, it because I was imagining this I think it did its job perfectly because it created a soundscape that perfectly narrated not just the story that it was telling because this was basically a, a north a, a norse epic yeah, yeah, it, is, yeah. it is the original hamlet story mm. um you know and, and it's as old as like beowulf and yeah, sir yeah, gawain yeah. and like all the, those kind of texts but and it wasn't just narrating that story but it was narrating the the, the world the mm. the like the danger of the world and mm, mm. and on all that that entails and then so i was listening to it going going i do not want to be picked up and dropped into whatever world that that music is depicting yeah like yeah. fuck that yeah yeah and i yeah. think that reaction kind of says everything you need to know about it yeah no in totally. the best possible way well well i was gonna i mean i'm gonna pick up on something you said there sir gawain i mean this to me came toe-to-toe with The Green Knight. Yeah. And if we talk about the soundtrack specifically, I must admit, I couldn't pick between the two because I, you know, famously, yeah. we loved that soundtrack. Yeah, we did. I mean, that yeah. was, Very that was a people, wonderful people score. People come to us in the, in the often, stream and went often. like, you're the, you're the guys that really liked The Green Knight soundtrack. We, like, yeah. That was us. That's what we're Do known you know for. We, Do you want to see the tattoos? <laughs> and, we're, and they're like, no, no, it's fine. You don't have to. And we're like, no, look at the tattoos. We've got them done on our anuses. Yeah. And it's a literal, not a butt cheek one, Alex. Yeah, no, no, I heard no. you the first time. You know, no. you know what? It, it took hours. You passed out twice. Yeah, I, I had to give up halfway through. To give up halfway through, but it's done. Um, I thought this was. I, I mean, I, this was the Ying to the Green Knights soundtracks. Yang, if that makes sense. I thought they were equal and opposite because that one was sensitive. And it was spiritual. Spiritual, exactly. But it was, but it was also. But the reason why they're similar is because it had different flavors and textures and different things that weave through it. Like the Northman, the Northman had different soundscapes that met the different sceneries and yeah. the different parts of the journey that that you were going on. You know, it was. Though, though I think these two scores fit together wonderfully in one massive playlist. I thought they complement. I, I just, I couldn't have. I, I just, I kept thinking of that. I don't know. I, I just, I kept thinking of the Green Knight all the way through this. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, I yeah, I do agree. I do agree with you. I do think they're they're incredibly different movies. Different? No, they're they're very different. They're very different. Yeah, like, but, like, but I was for, emoting the same way as I was watching the two of them. Like, no, I was almost, yeah, I know what that, you mean. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, it, it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I can't pr- describe it. It's like two totally. Well, you're completely like, sweet engrossed. And salty. You're completely yeah. engrossed in it. Honestly, yeah. like everything that they're dishing out to you, I'm just like, yes, more of this. I, more, and that's more, the more. thing about those movies. I think especially this movie, you know, we talk about this. I, I, I sort of said it flippantly, but I, I'm not lying. Like this restored my faith in cinema. I went, this is, 
a brilliant movie standalone that I went to the cinema to see, and we we both went on our own. Yeah, we did. And, and we're sad. But, <laughs> but, but like, I love it. No, mate. Like, I just the experience of going there. I bought myself a pack of sweets. I turned my phone off. I sat and I watched it, and I left, and I was like. I feel good. Like, that was what you're supposed to do. I'm happy Definitely. I saw this movie on the big screen. Go and see this movie on the big screen, for fuck's sake. It, oh, yeah, it's absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely. Um, but, look, I, I mean, I can't, I can't give this film high enough praise. What a brilliant way to spend an evening. Um, yeah, it, it was great. I mean, oh, sorry, I feel like we, we maybe have missed anything else. We, I mean, we, is there other things we want to well, chat through? No, I mean, we did... We, I mean, we did... T- Talk about the the music on like a macro turn. Ma- okay, go macro, give, give some of your level. tracks then. Well, honestly, the whole soundtrack is an absolute masterpiece, and I think you should listen to it from. I thought Storm at Sea was the one that really took it for me, and and a little bit of the Burning Barn as well, or a Burning Barn. Yeah, um, I, which was the which was the bit as the or the Land of the Rust, and then a Burning Barn, which was yeah. the, the one. The By one the way, sequence. I had to Google that Land of the Rust, Russia. Ah, uh, and I think. Now that I've said that, I think you'll realize I probably should be a bit embarrassed. I had to Google that. Russ, Russia. Yeah, makes sense. Makes, ma- sense. makes, ma- makes I sense. I wouldn't have thought it. But, well, but, no, I mean, I think when I when I saw it in the movie, I think I maybe a bit naively assumed that it was Britain for some reason because, you know, Vikings, Britain, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do you, actually, just on that, the, the soul, the land of the Russ stuff, do you want to talk about that? Oh, I did also like I'll, I'll avenge you, father. I will free you, mother, and I will kill you. I I like that oh, yeah, the yeah, piece yeah. of music they played when he was sailing away or rowing away. But but that that sequence, the one shot sequence, um, what was that all about? That was amazing. You know when they were they were, they were oh, the know, raid, fight, the raid. Oh, yeah. that was just wonderful, wasn't it? Um, really, I mean, brutal. <laughs> I love that though. I love a fucking one shot in a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it really, really brutal to watch, but just marvelously choreographed and executed. Oh, um, I loved. Some, I loved. A, you know what I loved about the about about the soundtrack as well is that actually it was mostly orchestral. Yes, yeah, but there was which also I wasn't some... expecting because I, I was sort of expecting, sort of like if we could compare it back to the Green Knight again, uh, maybe. Not not totally faithfully, but at least emulating period instruments, right? Well, you say that, but I think there was a lot of... I, I'm going to say a reeded instrument. Does, does that make sense? A reeded there, instrument. There, there was a reeded How instrument. How coy of you. I no, think there it, was. No, there, there was... It, it wasn't a bagpipe, though, was it? I don't know what it was. Type instrument, but there were also... Yeah. But there was also um, early string instruments uh, and things in there, like early lute type things and... Mm, yeah, I heard and, that. And, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So th- there there, there were some historical instruments in there, but they, they did not take center stage in the score. They were very much there as ornaments. Mm, mm. But, this, but the score was, at its heart, orchestral. And and again, I, I keep I, I keep wanting to single these soundtracks out whenever they crop up. Of this is an example of just how versatile a, a fucking symphony orchestra can be. Mm. Like you listen to a score like that, and you go, "These are all acoustic instruments that have just been that these individual players are just playing notes," mm. and. Mm some extended techniques on their instruments and they're creating sounds like this. Mm. 
And I just think that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. really think that's amazing. And I just think that I just think they did such a great job, you know, Robin and Sebastian. I just think that they they really stepped up to the plate on this one. You know, obviously Robert Eggers famously uses Mark Corvin for a lot of his films. So like The Witch and The Lighthouse yeah. all had Mark Corvin. You know, the Lighthouse score, if you've what a brilliant, just really yeah. haunting piece of music. He does quite a lot of haunting pieces of music. He also did um The Terror. Don't know if you saw that BBC TV series. No, uh, I don't know that. Br- one. Brilliant. The series one a series one was excellent. It was dark. It had Jared um Harris in it. Oh god, I thought you were gonna say letter <laughs> yeah, for I know, a second. I know. I, literally yeah. it's not even a joke and uh, it's not even a joke anymore. My heart literally stopped for mm-hmm. a second because I was like fuck's sake, stop but it wasn't even just the the instrumentation and stuff. I mean, that they used. I mean, just just all of the creative use of sound in this movie was epic. You know, yeah. specifically in um, we chatted about him. The the not Robert, uh, not Brendan Gleeson character. The not sorry, Brendan Gleeson character. Uh, yeah. Inverse uh, Sugar So who's he's a slightly Icelandic Icelandic chap who who played the mayor in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, <laughs> um, famously. Um, but he actually learned to do the throat singing for his he which part. Like he taught himself how to. That's him doing that. Brilliant. That's not like added in the background. Just just shit like that. You're like, fuck yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you know, getting an an actual Icelandic actor in to play that character and for him to do that traditional, you know, Nordic Viking style of, 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 you know, that, that just that deep guttural sound. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Here's a question. Mm. Are you watching this movie again anytime soon? No, but uh, not anytime soon, but I would watch again. But do you know what I would do? I'd recommend this one to the hills. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would tell my mum and my dad and my brother. I would tell everyone to watch this movie. My my sister's going to see it tonight, actually. Oh, excellent. I'm sure. Which one? Joanna. Oh, excellent. I'm sure she'll love this. I'm sure she'll absolutely adore it. She will. She will. I feel um I feel she'll she'll really get into the flow of things. Not that not that the other sister won't, but I you know what I I think that I think that she'll be very um expressive about this one because it's probably right up her alley. Yeah. Uh with all the different music. But no, that that's epic. Um I had another interesting thing around the actors that I forgot to say at the time. Oh, yeah, here, go on, go which on. I think you'll quite like. Yeah, yeah. So basically after shooting rats, several of the actors received gifts from uh from the set. So Nicole, I'm gonna I'm gonna say who they were, and and you've got to say what piece of Viking memorabilia they were gifted, okay? Right. So Nicole Kidman received this great podcasting, isn't that a nice big a nice big pause? Yeah, I I'll, know. I'll talk as you're I'll talk as you're you're thinking. You could just edit um, the pause out. No, 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 I, no, I, I'd never do because because I, I usually I I've been getting really good recently and not having to do much editing, <laughs> so just listening straight through. I want to say costume. Um, it wasn't a costume; it was a sword. Oh, it was a sword. Okay, cool. It was a sword. Okay, so you're doing you're doing well. Um, Bjorn received. Bjork. Bjork, sorry, received. Uh, surely part of her costume. It wasn't three horses. <laughs> she was given three what? horses. Yep. Uh, live horses. Live th- live horses. Alexander Skarsgård received. I don't know Willem Dafoe's skull. No, 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 no. He actually received some of his costume. He received. Oh God, God damn it! <laughs> he received the movie bloodstained thong he wore for a week shooting the final scene of the film and the final frame. Wow! So he received that. I'd love um, to be the guy to give that to you. It's like, oh, here, here's a, here's a gift. But, here's a gift. But my so most favorite. This is a bloodstained thong, mate. <laughs> yeah. But my most favorite gift um, that was given to a member of the cast uh, was to Willem Dafoe. It was a skull, wasn't it? 
It wasn't his skull. Oh, no, God damn no, it. No, 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 no. No one got that. No one got that. Was he it, fucking what, buried it because it was too creepy and realistic. Was it, it, so it, was it his gimp mask? Because he wore a no, gimp mask. He this. did wear a gimp mask. <laughs> it, and it wasn't his um, his dildo thing that he wore that he slapped at the start, which got a laugh out of the cinema. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. strong as iron, as he said. Strong as iron, um, yeah. No, think bigger, Alex. What's the biggest? What was the, one of the biggest things in this movie? Uh, oh, longboat. He got a longboat. Did he? He got Did an I... actual, got an oh, actual yes. longboat. I'm so glad um, I guessed it. But, but which, which is amazing. Um, will oh, we... What would you do? What would you? Where would you put it? Well, would you put it in your your? Uh, you put it in your bloody shorts, eh? And when you walk around, you'd be like, "Are you pleased to see me, or is there a canoe in your uh, longboat?" In your, speak for in yourself. Your I've already pocket. bloody got one, mate. Um, but yeah, he's got. Yeah, well. Yeah. But yeah, he got he got apparently he got a longboat. Wow, so, um, that's awesome. So that's that. That is that. Two thumbs. Oh mate, th- this is just easy, just an easy two thumbs up movie. And yeah. my question, final question. I oh mean, yeah, go. Are we going to be seeing this one show up in next year's Oscars category for anything? Do you think? Ooh. I'd I mean, like, it feels like, like an Oscar-worthy movie, doesn't it? Oh. I don't know. Okay, well, Techni- on it. technically, yes. I think yeah, some tech. I think some technical categories, definitely. Mm. But I'm, I'm, but I'm thinking about some of the big ones, like mm. uh, the acting. I don't think any of the actors get because they're not. It's not because they're not dramatic roles, are no, they? No, but I mean costumes, landscapes, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, think yeah. I think there's a lot of Oscars on the table here. Yeah, you know, yeah, dare I say even the composers. You know, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, to yeah. Early um, predictions. Early predictions. Yeah. Well, well. I mean, here's we'll hoping. See. But, we'll but, see. Go and, but go and see this fucking movie. People. Oh yeah, please do. Please and these do. sort of movies need more people to go and see them. That like, I, I'm not trying to like preach or anything, but like they do, don't they? Oh, they do. Don't they do. waste your money on 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 Morbius or Fantastic. Beasts. Don't go to this. Yeah. Go to this. That's what that's what we do. <laughs> that's what that's what we do. We do it so oh, you don't have to. Also, just the last thing I thought was fucking epic was the, the Valhalla sequences. Oh, God, with, yeah. With a Valkyrie. How fucking epic oh, was that? One, visually stunning, and also horns, also horns ablazing music-wise. The, they the, went the, full horns in there. It was so full. Of, the, but that sequence where the Valkyrie was riding to Valhalla, she was, like, haunting. Um, oh, God, yeah. Slightly terrifying. A, she, she's got a slightly terrifying... I don't know her name of her act, um, the actor that played her, but, um, yeah. Good. Fucking loved it. Cool. That's that. <laughs> Don't I tell these things usually? Yeah, you, you, you usually say something along the lines of moving forward. forward yeah yeah let's move it <laughs> okay very good um now we've got a few things to talk about we've got the moon, do you want to do the moon night or do we want yeah, to do quick, big quick, news yeah quick uh quick roundup of moon night this was uh, a scary episode i this was by far my most favorite episode and it was also fucking weird i mean the ending yeah and also this was the longest episode and also, I think this is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in a Marvel film. Horrifying. <laughs> are you trying to define horrifying? Are you well, in your head? 
I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what you're referring to. You're referring to like the Egyptian zombie stalker thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and yeah. how they were like literally cutting a bloke open. Oh yeah, that. But also the stalker element of them, like when Layla gets grabbed out of the darkness. That was like objectively a oh like yeah, a, a jump, yeah, jump scare yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, and that then, was excellent. And then when he would did i say yeah enough there yeah i think you uh, yeah yeah i think you did yeah <laughs> and funny. also when he was when you couldn't see him but steven it, it almost discovered steven and mm. it was hanging upside down so it obviously had some climbing skills and it was underneath the floor and you could just see the hands coming up through the floor holding mm. on like that oh, was yeah. that was scary that was it, scary I, I want to see more of this stuff, and I think we will with with Werewolf by Night and this sort of stuff. I think Marvel are really tapping into, um, you know, a new part of the genre. I mean, like, you've got a fair few demonic or creepy sort of characters that you could start to really flex with. Obviously, yeah. you know, I said Werewolf. The other one is, I'm thinking, like, this is a sort of, like, you could almost put a, a Ghost Rider character, but I don't know he was in one of the, the um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but, you know, Ghost Rider's a character that you could start to include in that kind of vein. Yeah. You know, like there's loads of like I think I think Marvel leaning into this horror side of things is really good for them. Um, yeah, no, and it I love is it. cool. But and I love the Middle Eastern music that plays throughout this oh, series yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. And I, you know, like when the Marvel stuff's happening and you have got this like classic Middle Eastern stuff, I'm like, here we fucking go. Oh love yeah, it. yeah, let's yeah. get some, let's get some. New it's shit so great. In this place. But isn't it mad? Is is isn't it just mental? It's mental that this exists in the same world as Iron Man 2008. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that—that's actually yeah. I, 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 that thought came into my head like in the last ten minutes of this. Or episode. the original Thor. Or the original. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. But, but yeah. good. But like, this is this is just this is just brilliant. What right? universe? Like, any any opportunity to push those boundaries. Go, go for it and and you know we've got such safe hands on this the, the creative team that are attached to this are doing so well what do you think about where this series is going to go i mean obviously at the end we had i forget the name of the character the, but the hippo god bursting open onto you know steven and and mark um, and, and mark and together. oh my god their their rea- their scream right it's brilliant. at the, the it's end hilarious. of the was absolute comic gold it's brilliant it's absolute brilliant. 10 out of 10 absolutely they're just like ah do you think that they're trapped in their own minds? Do you think that they're inside? Do you think they're inside a little temple of themselves or a little statue themselves? Because clearly we saw loads of the different statues. You know, we saw um, the different uh, con conchus. Con- do you think there were different conchus or multiple conchus or just other? Oh no! I mean, gods? I think. Well, I mean, there's only the, one conchu. My, my, assum- my assumption is that conchu. Yeah, one <laughs> real conchu. <laughs> That's what they sing. That's what they sing. That's that's what they sing. No, my assumption is that there's one conchi. One real conchi. Yeah. You've got to sing it. What's your assumption, Alex? Is, is that there's only one real conchi. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. That wasn't Very the good. tune either. Uh, I don't... Um, it, 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 never nah, is, nah, it never is, It never is. Um, now, Alex, there was, a, there was one sarcophagus in which Mark and Stephen walked past. Yeah. Didn't open. Didn't open. That's gotta be um, Joey, doesn't it? That's gotta be the other, the other, the, um, the, the, the third one, the third one, the third one that I was an idiot for not knowing about. Fucking moron! 
<laughs> isn't it? That's got to be. That's got to be. I, 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 just the way this is getting dripped. I mean, I, what also is quite interesting is, um, you know, nobody else, no one's seen the next couple of episodes. I, and when I say that, um, a lot of the press and stuff have seen the first four episodes of this, but they've not seen these oh, last right, two. Okay. So oh, nobody okay. knows where these, where it's going next. And I don't know how it's going to end. I, I've got the impression this is spiraling out of control. I'm going to get fucking weird by the end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like this is going to wrap up in a concise way. I think this is going to be mental and start asking some fucking questions of this series, yeah, uh, this universe. I'm still, I'm still flying the flag for Amit getting released and having mm. some sort of absolute mayhem be unleashed upon you know this world like as as opposed to the very nice and neat as i said last week soldier um yeah as nice and neat oh we'll prevent the world ending thing from happening and i'm like no no no, start the end of the world yeah and then then fix it yeah Um, exactly yeah and and again you know the character of moon knight is just such a brilliant character to introduce at this time in the mcu because you know known for his multi-dimensional travel i mean i think we're going to be getting a lot of uh, some i think we're gonna get some sort of this in doctor strange i think it'd be stupid if there wasn't any sort of hints to this um in some way shape or form but but the the other thing oh, that God, I yeah sort of, i mean i'm I, as we edge closer to it i'm getting more and more scared for doctor strange multiverse of madness like it it looks I good i i really i really worry it's gonna be way too much like, i i genuinely worry that i'm gonna get out of this movie and go on you went too far. Yeah. You yep, you got you got hu- hubris has struck Marvel. You 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 were like, look, we're like Icarus. We're, we're flown too close to the sun. We have we have one thing that may, that maybe people don't like, which is like Thor 2 or some shit. I don't know. That's like the worst thing that we've done. Uh, and Thor for, 1. For, uh, shut up. <laughs> I like Thor One. Thor One's got good music. No, it's fine. Shut up. Kenneth Branagh as well. No, but think about the number of movies that this studio has has, uh, pumped out and TV shows and the likes. They must feel like they can do anything. And Mm. at some point... It's going to burst. And at some point, it's going to burst and they'll do something stupid and he's like, no, you went too far. Yeah. And I do wonder if this Doctor Strange movie is that. Did I tell you about um, the dream that I had the other night about Doctor Strange? No, you didn't. So it was a. I had a dream. I had a dream that I had a theory that a character was going to show up in that movie, and then I woke up and I and and in my my mind I was like, oh, of course that would be amazing, and of course this character is going to show up. And then I woke up and I couldn't remember what the character was, and I spent half a. I'm still doing it to be honest. Not half a day. I've over the last twenty four hours, I've continuously been thinking about this character. It was and a I juggernaut, don't who, wasn't it? No, I don't. Oh, it could be, but it, it was like a weird character. I'm like, I was like, I was I'm like, the juggernaut, bitch. I was like, <laughs> if you had been lying next to me as I'd woken up in the bed, which I often say you need to just stay in bed with me longer because then I, I can tell you my weird thoughts that yeah. I have. And then I'm not have to remember them or write them down. But I would have been like, wouldn't it be mad if this person was in? And I can't remember what the person was. Um, I, it, It's going to haunt me till my dying day. It's fine. You can wait for um some person to show up. Uh, amazingly and oh, then just ben pretend affleck. i think it would have been ben affleck ben affleck well like daredevil, daredevil. yeah but was it that or but we've already had charlie cox was it electra oh no 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 that was it it was it was bloody that's why i said ghost rider wouldn't it be awesome if if in the multiverse of madness if nick cage showed up that would be incredible 
that actually. was it. That was what I thought. And isn't that nobody would of, expect it? No, nobody <laughs> would. But 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 I reckon that the that, fucking hell, mate. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah, that no, was they, it. You they, they, they absolutely could. But uh, but no. But seriously though, could this be the thing? What do you think about this? Could this be the thing where it's like, nope, nope, too too much. Uh, yeah, I I, de- I definitely think multiverse of Ma- multiverse of madness. If I'm honest, I think will be meh. I think yeah. will be a meh film. Yeah, I I think it will be. I think it will be a, a downturn for Marvel. Actually, I I don't know if it'll be the, a downturn, but I think it'll it may be a like a singular blip where they're like. The well, overstep. no, but see, I don't even think it will because the, the trailers do look awesome and it looks mad, and I, and I'm excited to go on that journey. But uh, kind of in the same way that you know when you're you know you know when you're queuing for like a mental roller coaster, mm, mm. and you're in that queue and you mm. can hear it behind the wall, mm. and everyone's like just delighted, and you're you're queuing like, for what's it called, Jorick, in York. Jorvik, Jorvik, <laughs> Jorick. You're queuing for Jorick. Yeah, for Jorick. No, but. Like Space Mountain at Disneyland mm. or something like that, mm. Mm. and y- you know you you see all of the art and the and the props and things around you, and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing! I'm so yeah. excited for this thrill. That's kind of what this movie seem seems like to me, but it does seem like yeah, you're about to hit that height restriction, aren't you? Yeah, when you get to the front of the queue. <laughs> yeah, and and you're like, I th- I think you're just seeing how much you can throw at something. I mean, this really feels like everything plus the kitchen sink. It's going to get through. Yeah, well, only time's going to tell. But hey, Moon Knight, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking yeah. forward to any other predictions for Moon Knight. Anything else you think might's going to happen? No. No. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, a bra- I'm, a, I'm a thoughtless husk. Love it, love <laughs> it. I mean, it, it doesn't really give any indications or clues, really, does it? This no, it series. really doesn't. And, and um, as previously stated in another episode, I, I know nothing about the character. So like, I'm just excited to go on the journey along with everyone else. Very good. Shall Alex. we keep it Marvel? Uh yeah, go on. I, I really want to talk with the Netflix news, but let's let's go Marvel. Let's keep going. Well, I mean Thor, Love and Thunder. Let's okay, let's do it. Yeah, I mean just as big, I suppose. In, yeah, let's in, go for it. In stark contrast to what I was fearing before, I am all in on this. Oh, everyone Holy is. I mean, but this was God. Just, was it the music? I mean, the music was just wonderful, oh, yeah. wasn't it? As soon as but, I know, as soon as I realized it was Sweet Child of Mine, I was just like, oh my God, yes. I mean, they 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 wow. They, but but the color palette. I mean, his eyes, everyone's talking about the fact that he's got, you know, different, he's got, now got blue eyes and he's supposed to have one brown eye, whatever. But like, apart from that, you know, the, the colors were just seamless. Yeah. Um, I like seeing the Guardians. I don't think we're going to get a lot of the Guardians in this movie. I yeah, think it'll be, get it'll a be like an opening third type thing. Yeah, I yeah. think they're going to go off and do their own thing. I do, you know, I think we, we they kind of hint at that in the trailer when you see the Milano flying away. I think it's going to be him on his own. Yeah. Um, did you like the cap that he wears? I, I was laughing at that. His cap when he's doing the chains, when he's sort of whipping the chains and it says the strongest Avenger. Does it? it does. I did yeah, not yeah, spot yeah. that. That's gonna be merch Amazing. fucking. That's gonna. I think that's gonna be the highest merching, uh, grossing merch yeah. of this series. I. Um, there was one bit in the trailer that I laughed so hard at, and then I was upset that I saw it in the trailer. And it was, was it when he's putting his eyes? Yes. In, it, yeah. yeah it was. Brilliant. It was absolutely that bit because I don't. Know, Chris. Chris Hemsworth has got it's, some he's comic got brilliant. chaps. He's got he's, brilliant comedy timing. Doesn't he's he? got great timing, and, and it's the thing where he's trying to make eye contact with chris pratt 
yeah when he's um, saying about is the people that he loves the people that he, lo- he loves and stuff like that and i and i laughed so hard when i was in the trailer and then i was like i would have laughed harder if it, i saw it in the movie god damn i think it. there's gonna be a lot of comedy in this no film i think regardless. there will yeah i think there will but and, and i don't know if you i don't know if you saw the sort of the memes and stuff but some of the the visuals you know, are direct homages from Thor comics. You know, the, the sort of the one where he's standing this. in front of that massive creature that's that's in the uh, the snow or whatever, and it's dead. You know, yeah, it's a recreated shot re- from, a, recru- from, a, from a page, shot. which I which, love. It's just brilliant, right? Like, it's just brilliant. This but then, shit, you know, doesn't that it doesn't that feel like going back to the roots in some way, like telling a story you're, from you're, a, from a comic book? And yes, we've got the Guardians of the Galaxy here. And yes, we've got Corgan here. And yes, we've got Jane Foster. There's a lot of MCU stuff happening. Mm, But doesn't mm. it still feel like Thor? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we got we you know to to talk to that. We we got Zeus. I mean, we got uh, not Zeus. What's he called? Yeah, Zeus. Yeah, we got Zeus. Yeah, yeah, Zeus. Zeus. Um, not Odin. I was thinking, but we got Zeus. You know, played by by Russell Crowe. I mean, we saw the back of his head, but we didn't see actually him. But it's you know that. We're, we're there. Um, yeah. Do you think? This, do you think we're going to get any other gods or anything like this? Any? Well, I think. Seen? Well, I think it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to expect a Hercules. Yeah, I, I thought the Hercules too. I wondered if we're going to see Hercules in this. Um, but I mean, that would be a little bit of a sort of drop casting. Because who do you cast? Because Hercules isn't exactly a small character, or unless you know it's just a throwaway. Oh, he's Hercules, and it's some guy, and it's like, and it's you know, and they and they cast some A-lister, and he's yeah. like, what the hell? And then that's it, and that's you know, because they 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 did that with like Matt Damon and Sam Neill and stuff yeah, in the absolutely. previous movie. Absolutely. Um, do you think we're gonna get Loki in this? Oh, maybe as like a big reveal stinger at the end or a post credits. Post credit. I, I mean, I think we're almost I, certainly going to get it for Loki season two sort of style. Yeah, trailer. I don't think we'll get as big a presence as in Ragnarok. Certainly, no, no, no. Of course not. No. Um, but yes, I think in some capacity. Um, no Gamora. No Gamora. I think they're saving her for Guardians three. Yeah, I think, I think so too. Obviously, she well, I mean, went she's off on obviously her in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but there is obviously the Guardians Christmas special this Christmas, I think. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I keep I keep forgetting that. That's mental, the thing. mental. And then <laughs> I am Groot as well, but I think that's not related. But hey, Jesus. look, look, this is a great trailer. Love yeah. the music. I love the direction. I am yeah. stoked. I'm, I'm genuinely Absolutely. stoked to see I'm, this. I'm, 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 and I think it might be just because the trailers just come out, but I'm more excited for this than I am for Doctor Strange. If I'm being honest, right now mm. in my current state. I don't know. Curiosity is going to kill the cat for me on this one. I'm just so curious to see what they do with that one. Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I think I'd rather watch a potential car crash than two cars s- s- racing off into the sunset. Right. Does that make any sense? Uh, no, not <laughs> no. at all. Go no, watch okay, a Fast fine. and Furious. Go, movie I'll go watch him. Well, fuck that. Um. <laughs> Alex, some really interesting news I want to talk around with you, mate. Well, yeah, but um, we've got another trailer. No, but before we go to the Lightyear okay, trailer, fine, 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 fine. I just want to talk a have little bit about the Netflix news that's come out. I take it you've read all this. I have, you? I have. So, so obviously, you know, this was the first time, I think in about 10 years, uh, this quarter, this first quarter of 2022, where Netflix had a loss or a drop in subscribers. I now, know. Um, that... I guess was a kind of a shock, but not really. But then we go on to understand that, you know, their stock prices have plummeted yep. based on this reveal. Um, and Netflix have thrown every single excuse under the sun at this problem, Alex. Now, I'm going to list off a few of the, the excuses that I've heard. Oh, fabulous. And I want you to tell me which of these is the actual reason why this is. I mean, in my opinion, 
what's actually going on here. Okay, right. so the first thing they obviously said, and it's very, very clear, is that we are now coming to the end of, or largely at the end of the pandemic. You know, the pandemic numbers were a glory period for the streaming behemoth, and yep. their numbers skyrocketed. Now, I think as people are pretty much, you know, in the Western world, certainly starting to come out and about, um, there's that. Okay, so yep. that's one excuse. Um, there is obviously the famous excuse that they're saying, which is, you know, they're now no longer the only kid on the block. There's many other streaming platforms and services out yep. there. Yeah. We'll maybe come back to that one a little bit. And um, there's the energy crisis, which I don't quite understand. And I saw this in a tweet recently, one of the executives saying that, well, you know, because energy is costing more, people aren't using it as much and therefore they're trying to save money where possible. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe believe that. And then, of course, that's tied to the big thing in the, the news right now with, with Russia and, yeah. and Ukraine. And they're having yeah. to now, again, just to be clear, it's not this one as a clue because they lost I think it was something like six hundred thousand subscribers from Russia. Well, they completely over, they completely pulled over their two hundred million that they yeah, usually yeah. have. Well, they completely worldwide. pulled out of Russia. So, so pebble in the ocean. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just trying to think anything else that they'd seen. Um, and then and then the biggest one, the bonus ball. Well, the real reason is because people are sharing their accounts. Now, oh, I'm yeah. going to get back to that one in particular because the estimate that Reed Hastings have come out with is that there's 100 million people that are doing this. So 100 million subscribers that, I mean, that alone, that alone, when I read that, when I, one thing came to my mind, which was they're fucking delusional. They're fucking delusional if they think we'll run the numbers and we'll see that 100 million people are borrowing someone else's account. Therefore, we're going to target the, those people and that's going to save the company. Right. Well, let's okay, do a, ca let's a, do a so, case study. So, let's do a case study because I reckon we can play um, devil's, uh, devil's advocate. Because there, the there is the real reason that I've not mentioned. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. In, in, in defense of Netflix... For example, do you have your own Netflix account? No, fucking hell, I don't. No. <laughs> do I have my own Netflix account? No, 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 you don't. But the reason <laughs> is, mate, is because it's marketed as why would you have an, a, an option to have multiple profiles? Okay. Why would you do that? The idea of the business model, the idea of the business model was that a family could own it, multiple accounts. And this is the thing, right? If How are they going to limit how many people watch it? How? Are they going to do it by location? What if you take away? What if you're on leave? Yeah. And you go in holiday and you watch Netflix. Why do they allow you to go into different countries and access their Netflix stores? The, the point of it was so that you do share it with your friends and your family and you can own the account together and yeah. watch things together. It blows my mind that. It blows yeah. my mind that they're now going, no, but like, are they trying to define it? And I've been reading some hilarious comments and being like, oh, well, my ex still uses my Netflix accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and their new you know, partner still my, watches my, it and it hurts me. <laughs> no, 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 my ex ex's aunt's account. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and all, yeah. all that, all and, that and, stuff. And it's fair, and it's fair enough to draw the line. But, but I think the, where the fault is, though, I think where the fault of this is, I think you're totally right that that was the business model in to begin with. So I think the fault is, why are you projecting, like, such like amazing numbers and like new subscribers if you know that your business model is kind of already tapped out and yeah. i th and i think it is true that it's undeniably true that so many more people joined up to these things during oh, yeah, the pande yeah, yeah. pandemic yeah. because people want people needed entertainment to watch that that, mm -hmm, that, that mm -hmm. was a necessity that wasn't yeah, even yeah, 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 that, yeah that wasn't even an indulgence that was a bloody necessity so why on the other on the side of the pandemic when you know that your subscriber count is basically saturated and you're mm. likely to see a drop off as the as the 
world is opening up, mm. why on earth would you project more subscribers? Mm. No, yeah, it, it, I, but 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 it's not even it, it's not even like why you project more subscribers, mate. The, the thing that annoys me most about this is that they're trying to go after they're trying to go after the people who are not subscribing to it. If you're not subscribing to Netflix, you either are being satisfied by it or you don't want it. But the thing that frustrates me most about this, mate, is that they're now saying. Oh well, in order to try and save some money, they're going to look at other opportunities that are available to the streaming platform, like marketing. So not only are they going to up their prices, which they have just done, they've upped their prices. Now get back to that yeah. as, as salt in the wound. They're going to market this by putting in advertising. Oh, there's going to be instantly ads. going to lose. Instantly oh. going to lose. You're instantly going to lose um, people there, and yeah. everyone's as I've seen on forum and stuff is in. As soon as they do that, I'm gone. You, you, yeah, you yeah. pay for that, not not to happen. Yeah. Because there's no loyalty. Like as a customer, there's absolutely zero loyalty but before, for but, the streaming platform. Exactly. But 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 before we get to the reason why, before we get to the reason, the real reason why this is happening, and there is a real reason, and it, it, it and this is the thing that annoys me the most about this whole story is the real reason why they're in this situation. Right. And I'll tell you. I mean, it's very obvious. Um, it's because it's shit. The yeah. stuff on there is fucking <laughs> shit. And it has turned into the new cable. Yeah. Netflix has been disrupted. Now, let just before I go back to that point, let, let's have a review of what what are Netflix's current rivals? What are they currently rivaling? Because in my mind, and here's how I justify it, they're not rivaling Amazon. The reason why they're not rivaling Amazon Prime is because Amazon Prime, it's a different business entity entirely. Because how many people do you know have a Netflix account and an Amazon account? A fair few people will have both. Yeah. And it won't bother them that they have both. No. Because the idea being that, you know, one, maybe one person owns that and they share that account with every another person. You know, you've yeah, got a yeah, network yeah, yeah, of people yeah. where you only pay for one. And that's, you know, that kind of web has been around for a while with these things. Um, you know, you know, like when, when Disney Plus came out, there was all the memes of like, we've got to find one more friend to pay for that and give them their account. You <laughs> Absolutely. Know, like that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. But, but they're not, they're not competing against Prime. The reason why I don't think they are is because Netflix is a home entertainment company at its core. Amazon is not. Yeah. This is a this is a business venture that's open to Amazon, but there is no strict rigidity on them to produce home content. They can do it because they have the money to do it, but not because they need it to survive as a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix need it to survive as a company. Yeah, because so it's their whole not, thing. Exactly. So this is competing against one or two in particular, and not Disney because of the same reason. This is competing against HBO. And I think when you talk about the real disruption that's happening, HBO Max is absolutely disrupting Netflix. And it's, and it's absolutely going for the jugular, specifically on the fact that Netflix cannot produce and maintain a good series to save itself. Yeah. The shocking, shocking shite. I read um I, I before they did a, a one pound increase to their monthly subscription. They they were putting the, the Catherine Tate show. There's a new Catherine Tate show that's dropped on there, and oh, they yeah. were like, "This month we're doing this," and also it's a one pound extra. Yeah. And some of the memes and the Twitter that was going out about to, that. To was prove just... your point, to prove your point, Elham and I just started watching Selling Sunset season five today. 
Ah, very good. To very your, good. To prove your point. Although, to disprove your point, I started season six of Better Call Saul yesterday, and that yeah, shit's yeah. great. Well, that is yeah, exactly. There, there is some. There is some good stuff on there. But you know, um, HBO Max have what you consider. It's called sustaining innovation, it's because HBO is known. HBO is absolutely known for its quality. You know, any HBO show, as soon as you see that HBO banner that comes up. They, absolutely like, just take the last just, season of game of thrones for example okay well there's a bit flippant <laughs> but but you know what i mean like it is the waitress of the the you know like from a supermarket perspective it is the waitress of the tv world right yeah. hbo they, they, they've done some of the most out there innovative tv shows out there and this definitely the, the shiniest is, Exactly, but HBO Max is the sustaining innovation. You've not got a huge catalogue, but everything on there is fucking quality. Yeah. And and that is disrupting Netflix. And and that is the problem here. And the fact that Netflix can't see the wood for the trees and no one has suggested, maybe it's publicly, because online everyone's saying this, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. but the fact that the company are not publicly saying, maybe it's because we do shit stuff. And, you know, like we've just got lazy. Oh, I could talk for fucking hours on this and you're gonna have to stop me yeah well um, stop oh man. there you go <laughs> it, th- th- this fascinates me I'm, that's what no, i'll it, say right it this, is fascinating is, because you know, no, what's, what's just happened disruption it fascinates me well, what has just happened is pretty monumental so it is it is fascinating but yeah i mean it's kind of dare i say it the word blockbuster is starting to emerge in some of the the sort of the, the comments that I'm reading on some of the articles. No, and... I, I I do not buy that that Netflix goes under. I just don't. It was unbelievable that Blockbuster went under for a while. Mm. I mean, you're going under. Going under is a different thing, but but I do think it's I do think it's having to actually work for its. You know, Netflix has never really had to work that hard, has it? For no. its first ten years, it never really had to work at all. No. Um. You know, it just it just skyrocketed. Anyway, it's fascinating. It's kind of stolen the thunder a bit out of my light light year trailer. Go for it. Do do it. No, no, no go for well, light year. I like there, it. There there was a light year trailer. Did you yeah, see it? it was. I did. I was. I thought it was great. I mean, the, the, but the problem is this light year trailer. It's getting a lot of flack because there's a lot of spoilers in this trailer. Yeah, it's and it's very much tells you the plot. It's the plot and it trailer. Shows you, yeah. It's the plot trailer, and it shows you a few. I mean, again, if you don't want to know anything about it, you know, you get Zerg in this trailer. You do, which we didn't see in the previous trailer. You do. He doesn't do anything, and he doesn't really talk, but he is there, and you get a, a more of a sense of his design and his presence and he's huge he's really mm. big he's really I know, I really like big that. i like that i like that towering yeah, presence absolutely eh? but i was wondering did have they changed chris evans's voice in some way it did sound a bit different didn't it? because I he sounded more like tim allen in this trailer than he did in the last trailer so mm. i don't know is it like a um, is it like a Sonic the Hedgehog redesign sort of situation where I was like it doesn't sound like Tim Allen and they went all yeah, right maybe let's, a uh, bit. Let, let's 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 mix him a little bit so he sounds a bit like Tim Allen. Well, I saw something funny which was about um it, it was a, a meme or a tweet that said something along the lines of ah I wonder if we'll ever see this again Chris Evans going as as a hero going back in time and fighting a a, per, a big purple Brolin. You know, like that. Yeah. that I thought that was great because it's James Brolin that's yeah. obviously doing. And the other voice that was playing a lot of parts in this was Taki Waititi. I didn't even know he was in this. I oh, mean, I didn't in, know that. He's in fucking everything. Did you not recognize his voice in the trailer? He plays um, Morrison, one of the oh, I didn't space rangers or whatever. It is one of the, the sort of the elderly. I obviously um, wasn't paying enough attention. Well, I mean, let's just round this bit out by saying 
we've got egg in our face, Alex, because look at us going, um, turning red and all, and you know, and Luca are going onto the streaming service because this will be a fucking big cinema trip. Oh yeah, looking forward. I mean, I wonder what that's going to look like. But anyway, yeah, anything else to say on that? No. Nah. What have they got to do now? Got to get themselves onto Apple Podcast as what ever. Find us on there. Give us a five star rating if you please. We'd be very very grateful. Please. Uh, you can write us a review there. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do that, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie mm. soundtrack. We love mm. to see, read, and hear everything you have to say. Mm. You can find us on, lo- on loads of other platforms where you like to listen to your podcast, like Spotify. Oh, I, oh, I. If you want to get more directly in touch with us, we have an email address as well, don't we, Carl? Do, do you remember when I did that once and I was just cracking myself? I'm going to start doing that more. Just go, oh, I, oh, I. I. At motionspod at gmail.com. And please write in again. We, we've, we've, been, we've been wanting to do another special episode soon. We've got a few ideas and some people have written in. But also... We're been going. We're, there's a lot of cinema coming up, isn't there? There there's is a lot of cinema. Um, thank you very much to KTC Graphics Design for the wonderful artwork. But, but, but sorry, just to finish that point, though. Sorry, my fucking ADD is kicking in, mad. What are we doing next week? Because I not said Nick to you, Cage. If you think, I said to you, Nick Cage. I, I want to see that movie. I don't think. I don't think there's notable. There's going to be notable music in that movie. Do you? Do you? No, but, do you think that's going to be? Probably not. Probably not. So we we'll probably just go and see that, right? But yeah. Not do it on the show. Yeah, I reckon when's, so. Um, when's when's week after his, May fifth? Week after. Yeah. So what? Okay. So we've got next week to to do. Well, okay. We'll maybe throw in a, a special a special app. A spec. I've got yep. some. Uh, I've got some ideas of. I mean, we've obviously got some of the right. Anyway, listen. Brilliant. This this is this is all this is all useless because the real show starts as soon as you finish this life. Life doesn't it? It starts for you. You can pause this podcast and go and do life. Yeah. Go and face those bills that you've been putting off. Um, but yeah, that's um I fucking love this show. Uh, this film. Yeah, this, this show. We're great. I we're, love we're this fantastic. show. I loved um and I love that Netflix news. Oh man. Well, it's better Netflix News or Northman. Shut oh, the up. North, you don't the even North, have to Yeah, thank you. The Northman, obviously. <laughs> but this Netflix news is just it, it's i'm thinking about it in a different way right i'm okay, starting to see well, the cracks in reality right well i'll leave you to think about that because okay. i'm bored <laughs> okay thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you again next week but until then bye now all right guys ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs>